Hi there, I'm Stephanie Cicerelli. Welcome to Mission Audition. Today, we'll be going over an internet video advertisement for a fictitious product called The Mashup. But before we get into the auditions, I want to introduce you to our amazing guests. We have Amanda Sellers and Mike Shirko in the studio. Welcome to the two of you. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Stephanie. I think we have known each other virtually for at least eight years, I would say. Um, and Amanda, I know that the relationship has been a little longer with you because you've been on Voices for how long now? At least since 2009. So at least 11. 11 years I've been a member. Could have been 2008. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. is fantastic. That's like, it that feels like a whole other era in this business, doesn't it? Like Absolutely. So much has changed since then. That's great. So um, I know that Amanda, you are mainly a performer and, and that's kind of how you got into voiceover. And Mike, you come from the audio engineering side of things, which is really, really great. And the two of you together have a VO school. So how about you share a bit more about your school with us now? Um, and in addition to the school, we would love to hear your own story. Absolutely. Do you want to start with the story or go to the school first? Well, I, I'll just pop into the school and okay. why we started it was uh, I would get messages all the time. Amanda, how do you get into voiceover? I, I would love to uh, get into voice acting, but I have no idea where to start. So I literally had an email that I would copy and paste because I would get asked so much and I would copy and paste the email and I always put in voices.com and the places that I got my start and building a home studio. And just after all these questions, I thought, why don't we get this online? Why don't we um, share with other people? And, and it felt like, you know, after, you know, 10, 11 years as a full-time voice actor, it was time to share our, our wisdom. So that's kind of the inspiration behind it. And we actually started with doing in-person seminars because we didn't really have much of a, you know, technical expertise to create a course online or anything like that. And we, we didn't really know what we were doing. We were just like, let's do this. Let's get this information out. And we feel compelled, so let's do it. And eventually it, it kind of evolved into an online process, which has allowed us to help a lot more people um, in, a, in a really cool, supportive way. And I think what the most rewarding thing is literally watching someone who, you know, say a, a stay-at-home mom always had, you know, an inkling to be an actress, now a full-time voice actor and can barely keep up with her work. And it's just, it's really exciting and rewarding to see that, you know, we can help people. So it's nice to have content that people actually want to like hear me say, no, like <laughs> normally, normally, I don't know, people just, you know, I have no reason to, to share any information. So this is something that, you know, after over a decade, we were, I would coin us experts just because we've kind of, you know, learned from so many experiences. And so to share that and people being interested in it is just is rewarding and fun, super fun. So we got into voiceovers. Uh, we met back when I was a, a radio DJ in Regina, Saskatchewan. Um, that's right when Mike and I met. And I was a, a DJ and I, I absolutely loved doing the commercials while I was on the air. It was like my favorite thing to do when I would go and do the, the post-production, like the commercials. And I thought, how can I make this a career? So I would um, start to put up my all my commercials together. And then I was like, okay, I got to go out to Vancouver and get an agent. Agent. So I, that was what you, that, that was yeah. the technical terms Making of how it. you make <laughs> it in VO. And, um, I remember hearing about online casting sites and literally it was in that moment, Mike and I went to the music store, we bought a microphone and granted we had no money. I was waitressing. He was working on the oil rigs, but we had a, you know, a lifestyle that matched and then some, you know, like, yeah, there's no extra. <laughs> so we, so we put a microphone on credit and 
and we found out about Voices.com and we started auditioning and I would audition for everything that came in and even if it was calling for like senior woman, you know, <laughs> like even though you're clearly a young adult or, you know, you could manage to reach that middle aged tone, it was just everything that came in. We were just, you know, throw all the spaghetti on the wall and see what stuck. And and that was good practice back then too, because I was still finding my voice. I had no idea where I fit in or what was, um, what was, you know, my style. It, it takes some time to learn. And, and then we literally just from there snowballed and the years went by and we made demos and I got agents and, you know, and, and now it's just grown so big that it's, um, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's been an, it's afforded us like an amazing life. And, and now we have a family. And during that time you got into voiceover too. Yeah. So we met, I was, I was a DHL delivery driver. I was a musician from, from way back, I was in a bunch of punk rock and metal bands in high school, and so I was I was kind of the go-to guy for recording and producing all this stuff and mixing, and so that was my knowledge that I brought to the table. So when Amanda wanted to do this, I was like, yeah, I know how to do it, but I also used to mix her vocals for like a metal track, over-compressed, mm -hmm. you know, like, so there were so many things that we reached together that was a learning process mm -hmm. and a lot of trial and error, and then over the years, there was more, there was opportunities where clients would reach out to Amanda and, and ask her, do you have a male VO option? And I was like, okay, fine, I'll do this. Um, I had no interest in becoming a voice actor. I was happy behind on the other side of the glass, so to speak. But, but then I would, I would go ahead and do these auditions, but I would, I, not much of a vocal performer. I would ask her to leave the apartment and <laughs> not li like I would edit my headphones. I would tell her to leave. And it was just like a very shy process. But I also had one of the best voice actors that I knew of to kind of look up to and see how she did it. So it was a growing process for me. And then probably, I don't know, three, four years after building some clientele that way, I kind of decided to start taking it seriously because I, I really enjoyed the, the process. And, you know, she was she was really grateful that I would just edit all of her auditions and, and files. She used to edit everything for me. Just slowly but surely, I've built clientele, recurring clients over the years. And now she has to edit her own files. <laughs> and we have our, our own clients that we have to service. So it's it's been really rewarding and a great, like a lucrative career. And I could see myself doing this until, you know, I can't speak anymore. It's just a fun, a fun career. And here we wow. are. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. Oh, my goodness. That is like... That's a tremendous story. I think what I love most about it is that you've grown together in this voiceover business. Mm -hmm. And um, there are other couples who do this, you know, similarly to you. But I I don't think I've ever met one that's so in sync with what the other, you know, like you are literally finishing each other's sentences. Like I'm watching you. I know our, our listeners can't see this, but I can literally see in the Zoom. It's almost like um like a, a little bit of a, a badminton, you know, the volleys going back and forth there. So yes. that's amazing. That is really, really cool. So I know that you guys are really humble. You didn't mention any of the clients that you've worked for. So I do just want to put a few of those in there for everybody. Mm -hmm. So Mike, you had gone from being an audio on the other side of the glass kind of guy to, to being a voice guy. Well, you have companies to your credit, such as Facebook, 
Twitter, GoPro, Verizon, and Nordstrom. Like, that's pretty cool, I would have to say. And, and Amanda, you also have a lot of uh, great companies that you've worked for. And I also love that you came from theater. I think that that is a really strong point for you, too. Mm-hmm. But to see companies like Avon, Pepsi, Apple, and Nike, like, those are big names. And you guys should be really, really proud of working for um, such, such, you know, those brands. They're, they're known all over the world. And, and uh, in order to be the voice of a brand, you have to be uh, one that, a voice that they trust, but also just able to get that message across. And, you know, I, I'm sure some of this is advertising work that you've been doing, commercial and so on. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're really going to talk about today is, is uh, video internet advertisements. Uh, and so I, what I hope for our, our whole classroom here, our virtual classroom, <laughs> is that they can get a sense of what you think, um, you know, of these auditions and also how not only could they be made better, but also where they shine and, and what someone is doing right. Because oftentimes on the show, so we do talk about where something could improve, but I would like also for us to think about um, the things that we might want to emulate today. Absolutely. That sounds, Very cool. that sounds like fun. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. So um, after all this, we did not mention the name of your school. So uh, what we're going to do is just give a little plug here and you can talk more at the end, but thevoiceoverschool.com. So that's Amanda and Mike. That's where they teach. And uh, now if you are wanting to get into the show, because I know that sometimes I we all just we're just so eager to get into the auditions. We will do that in just a moment here. Um, but I do want to mention a bit more about the job. So why don't we talk a bit about that? So for this job, we're looking for a North American, English-speaking male or female voice. And these are voices in the young adult category, that being 18 to 35. So this commercial, it follows a girl or guy next door. And I think that's one of your specialties, Mike, if I'm not mistaken, the guy next door. Right in my Um, wheelhouse. (laughs) Yeah, in your wheelhouse, um, who is introducing a brand new product and its technical features. So we're really looking for somebody to to give a very clear uh, read of the script so that it's it's just very straightforward for them, you know, and, and the creative direction is actually to exude spirit and cheerfulness. So everyone be listening for that spirit and cheerfulness. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So to tell everybody a little bit about the product itself, uh, the product is called the mashup. And as we know, this is fake. Don't go Googling it, trying to buy it. The mashup (laughs) is an all new voice activated smart blender. It reads custom recipes out loud. Whoa, cool. So users can prepare a smoothie or sauce without the need to search for a recipe. Uh, The mashup also features numerous voice activated blend speeds and settings, and it plays upbeat music to counter that roaring blender sound. It shows somebody going through the motions of the start their day like everyone knows i'm not a morning person so i totally get this person Uh, we won't go in the script that's the talent's job and today we have seven auditions seven great auditions and no doubt there will be something magnificent and also um you know just something that we can look into improving in each one of these so uh as you know this is a podcast it's all about love all about making sure that everyone feels really, really great about what they're doing, but also that they are safe and secure in the knowledge that any feedback that is given, it is all constructive. It is all to make you better. And I hope for those listening at home, you'll be able to learn from what you're hearing today and apply that into your studios as soon as you do your next audition. All right, so here we go. We're going to listen to audition number one. What do your mornings look like? What do they sound like? The mashup? is a voice-activated blender that lists off smoothie ingredients so you can kickstart your day with a nutritious burst of flavor. When you're ready, just ask it to mash up. Now, what do your mornings taste like? Fantastic read. I was going to say, that's audition number one. What do you think? 
Well, Amanda, you want to take it or do you want me to? Sure. Well, first off, uh, he's got such a, a warm, knowledgeable, friendly, and comforting tone. Um, uh, off the bat, I, I audiobooks came to mind. Like, I, I feel like he would be so nerd, like, just a, such a nice sound listening um, uh, in audiobooks. But uh, one thing I think that he could add a little bit more if the note is spirit and cheerfulness. Uh, just to maybe billboard some words a little bit. I felt when uh, we got into the word mashup, since that's the product, it could have been punched up a little bit more. I, I feel like the emphasis could have been, you know, worked on a little bit as far as, you know, billboarding the, the actual product or just, just hitting some different emphasis words maybe a little differently. And that that's that's just a holistic view of the whole the whole take. But it was, I think his tone was wonderful. And uh, sonically, the audio sounded great as well in my ears. All right. Well, that's some good feedback. Amanda, I know you've done on camera as well. So just thinking, like, was it, when a talent is looking at a job like this and they know that their voice is going to go alongside the video, mm -hmm. then how can the voice artist, who is not also on-camera artist, help to support the on-camera actor and what they're doing? Well, I think uh, when you get behind the microphone, it's a good idea to have a picture of who you're talking to and and just know that you're telling a story. So especially for something that's a video, it's more of a voice under versus a voice over. Like, so you're just supporting the picture and, you know, you just really want that authentic connection. So um, especially in a video, in a video ad, you know, the, the the producers of the ad spent a lot of time and effort creating this visual story. And generally, the voiceover becomes more of a support in this, you know, because everyone's going to want to see this incredible blender. And and it can be a little bit more uh, reserved. It can be a little bit more. Um, it doesn't have to be as as showboaty, but still emphasized in a way that gets the product, um, you know, features and benefits across, but also allows for the video to kind of speak for itself. And I think I think that um, he was very calm, conversational, and you know, as far as an internal monologue, felt very comfortable in that sense. But I do think just some emphasis um, adjustments could have you know taken that audition to the next level. I love it. We've got the performance side and the production side talking all at the same time. This is good because we always have to be aware of that. As a voice talent, your voice is an instrument among others, right? Like it's, it's essentially like a piece of music. The voice is just one instrument in an entire ensemble. And uh, we always have to remember um, that it's not just about what is the voice is doing because it's, it's, it's just... Uh, one piece of the puzzle. So very good. Oh my goodness. So much, so many good things before we even get to audition number two, yes. but we must, we must carry on. So audition number two. What do your mornings look like? What do they sound like? The mashup is a voice activated blender that lists off smoothie ingredients. So you can kickstart your day with a nutritious burst of flavor. So when you're ready, just ask it to mash up. Now, what do your mornings taste like? I honestly love the way he emphasizes his words throughout the whole um, the whole audition. It feels like more of a story, like it's going somewhere, it's taking me somewhere, and and it's just a very a nice tone. I feel like it's it's bordering on more of a an announcer tone versus like a conversational. But I do hear uh, his cheerfulness more so at the end. He he sounds excited about the prod the product more, and um, you know there are ways that he could maybe loosen up a little bit as uh, pretend as if he's speaking to a friend or, you know, 
different things come to mind as far as what to focus on when performing, but overall, I really like that performance. A really good tip that a friend gave me once that I still use to this day is when you're doing something that you want to sound conversational is to uh, pretend that you're opening up a book and you're in a casting room with a whole bunch of other actors and you need to uh, practice your lines, but you have to do it a little bit quiet. So um, I feel like in order to subdued. get a little bit more subdued, like I, I felt he had a really good read, but he could have just um, like, what do your mornings taste like? What do they look like? Like he could have just maybe um, just brought it down a little bit. And another tip that uh, can help with that is uh, shrugging your shoulders. And like, what do your mornings look like? What do they like? Just kind of, you know, getting your body into it. And also um, another tip um, is using your hands. So it's always good to be using your body when you're in the booth and expressing yourself. But uh, what do your mornings look like? And then you put one hand up. What do they taste like? And then you put the other hand up. So um, I felt like he was almost going in a really conversational way, but then it just kind of started to um, go into a little bit more um, announcery or like it was reading. But again, he had a, a wonderful tone and he punched the words really nicely. I love the way that he hit the word mashup, which is the product. You know, people like to call it billboarding the product. You don't want to overemphasize it or it sounds fake, but just a really nice um, balance there. Yeah. My goodness, every time I watch you guys talk, I'm like, this should have been a video podcast. Oh. <laughs> you're, like, you're so, you know, everything you're saying, and, and when you were using your, your hands and shrugging your shoulders there, and you could hear the voice move as the body moved. And um, I don't know, like, just everyone should be writing these little tips down because there's no better way to free your voice than to have a free body. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be able to move around. Um, I think everyone or uh, some of you may know I come from a, a vocal background with a, a music degree and uh, my instrument was voice. And it's just kind of like, you know, every single thing that you do, you know, every movement, every little look on your face, every whatever, it's going to affect how the voice sounds when it comes out. And mm -hmm. so um, even just that nice little shoulder roll or a shrug or whatever, mm -hmm. it, it gives a whole other elasticity even to the Absolutely. voice. There's more freedom. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm starting to think we need to to do some kind of video component or, yeah. or uh, you know, this would be a lot of fun, I think. Um, but anyway, uh, we are audio right now and um, that's what we are. So I have nothing else to add to that because you guys just did such a great job of explaining what your points were for audition number two. Um, just thinking the physicality, that mm -hmm. aspect, mm -hmm. um, just wanted to, to reiterate your points there. I, so, I really like the word great. that you used, elasticity. So that's a, I think that's a really good word to keep in mind too when you're, um, recording and and you know just to be to be free and fluid that's another flow flow is a good word to imagine too with a conversational read like this flow like don't don't try to put anything too hard behind it I feel like when most people talk there's some sort of motion anyway in, in real life and and all of a sudden if you're trying to be completely static and and portray the same emotions and connectivity it just doesn't work and mm -hmm. even in words, like, move, like moving heads, moving shoulders, in the middle of words can help you, you know, just enunciate things more comfortably and more naturally. And I think that that's a huge difference between sounding like you're reading and sounding like you're actually coming up with the idea in the moment and speaking it from your mind or your heart. Great point. Mm -hmm. Getting that body moving. Absolutely. All right. Well, we are trucking just along here. Audition number three. What do your mornings look like? What do they sound like? The mashup 
is a voice-activated blender that lists off smoothie ingredients so you can kickstart your day with a nutritious burst of flavor. When you're ready, just ask it to mash up. Now, what do your mornings taste like? Okay, so we right. have the first one with music. So that was the first thing that, that jumped out to us because the other ones didn't. Me being the audio guy, um, it, I, would be, I would be careful. I don't know um, who this audition is going to, and I know there are varying opinions on this, but I'll share with you mine. It's just that to be careful when, uh, when choosing an audio file, a music bed, to go with an audition. If it, if it wasn't requested, you are taking a shot in the dark, and this can, you know, you can generally get an idea on the script of what kind of music they could be looking for. But if the read's good and the music just kind of throws the tone off to what the client is looking for, that could be, you know, a, a point against. Or it could also be like, wow, he took the time to do this. This really stands out to me. So that's very much will come down to the client's opinion and, and it's a hit or miss. So it's a choice you have to make. He made a choice. I think it was a, a decent choice. Um, maybe not, maybe not the best choice, but again, that's my opinion. And uh, what are you, what are your thoughts, Amanda? I think that uh, something to keep in mind when you decide to choose music behind an audition is who the end user is. Um, is it a creative house that doesn't want to hear music? I, I feel like if it's like um, going to a creative house or um, a producer or somebody who you know is going to be presenting it to someone, I feel like they just want the raw audio. Even a talent agent. Or, yeah. or an agency that's going to be passing it along with a bunch of others. They just want to hear your raw audio. So, But where I have found success in using music, and Stephanie, I don't know your thoughts on this, but where, where there could be a, a good opportunity to use music if it's the end user. So if it's like um, so a mom and pop shop, uh, something smaller um, where you know that uh, it's not going to be going through a funnel of uh, different people and you make it easy for them. You just gave me music. I don't have to go searching and it sound you know, so, um, you know, depending on what your agreements are or whatever. So it, it can add um, or it can take away. It's a risk. And I do believe in taking risks when doing auditions, but it's a risk that uh, he chose. And another thing with music, though, that you can use to as a benefit is listening to music before you do the read. So or he, even well, or, or even well, like not actually use it, but just kind of have it in one year because it can kind of get you in a different mood, which can help. Um, I'd so, say the, the read itself, I feel, feel like you had a nice um, metered pace. I feel like um, I felt some spirit, but it also felt a little bit rigid as far as um, so, some of the, you know, execution of it, it felt a little bit red. And that's, and that's, you know, we're getting really picky here because all these so far are incredible auditions that are, I'd, I'd call them competitive, but to, you know, to really dig in, it's just, it could have been a little more conversational um, and maybe more of a story rather than just, you know, reading chunks. But again, you know, these are all really good auditions. And I, I think the, the what, when it first jumped in, the what do your mornings look like? Um, it just felt a little bit uh, maybe a little bit too staccato off the top, uh, but he did have a really nice tone and I felt it a uh, real guy next door. It did feel uh, cheerfulness and had spirit in it, which I enjoyed. Oh, those are great points. And I'm so glad the two of you find various things within the same audition to speak to. That's, that's wonderful. Um, my opinion on music and whether it should be used in audition, if it isn't called for, I'd say that's probably a no-no. Um, hmm. Only because, and as you pointed out, it is a risk, but it's also something that was not asked for 
before, and music is very powerful. Like it has uh, a language. And so mm-hmm. if, um, you know, the instrumentation is wrong, if uh, the meter is wrong, like it's it should be in 3-4, not 4-4, four, four, like what are you doing? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you don't really know what the vision is for the rest of the creative. You don't know. And um, I liked what you said there, Amanda, about how, well, you just don't know who's mm-hmm. on the receiving end of this and who's going to get that file. Um, I would say 99.9% of the time, they're going to want that dry, raw voice file mm-hmm. uh, because because they already have a vision of what they want to do. Mm-hmm. They're asking you to do one job. Maybe the music that you've chosen doesn't go with the decor in the kitchen they're showing the blender in. Yeah, you know? Or maybe the blender looks like a 1950s retro thing because we can't see this blender. All we know is that it does the job. Maybe it's really new looking. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe they would have picked something a little bit different uh, it's not often that risks get rewarded when they are musical. Yeah. I, I do have one option to mitigate that risk potentially is if you were to make a selection yourself, make this known ahead of time in your proposal, but add, add a music bed to one take, but then leave the same take raw and unaffected at the end so that no, this doesn't match, but we can still apply it to our music bed and, and to me, I just wouldn't bother. I mean, I, w- I would do the audition and I'd be on to the next one. I wouldn't be worried about music. Um, that's just my own personal um, opinion. I do like to listen to a, a track before just to kind of get you in a, a headspace. Yeah, I, I think a couple of good points just came to me as you were both speaking here. One would be that if you were to do uh, one take with the music and one take with the dry voice, what I would recommend is that the take with the dry voice goes first. Yes. Because a client may not read your proposal. In fact, the proposal is by default closed. Um, right. They'd have to open it. Um, mm. And usually they're looking, okay, let's press play. Let's see what the uh, quote is. And, and all of that is, is you know, readily available to the eye. Mm. Um, what isn't available is the preview of what you're about to do. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. But I, I do want to say, though, that sometimes, and it's rare, but musical risks do actually work. They mm. do. Um, but it is exceptionally rare. Mm. Um, and usually those risks only work if the client has already asked and made it a requirement that you include music as part of that audition because mm-hmm. they're expecting it. That was right. already something they wanted to hear. Right. right. <laughs> well, I think we have audition number four waiting in the wings. Let's give it a listen. What do your mornings look like? What do they sound like? The mashup is a voice activated blender that lists off smoothie ingredients so you can kickstart your day with a nutritious burst of flavor. When you're ready, just ask it to mash up. Now, what do your mornings taste like? Okay, so I think um, I would suggest a bigger smile on his face. Uh, Off the bat, that's what came to mind. Um, And another thing that can help with getting into the script is doing a lead-in where you say different, um, you know, different phrases or something to kind of get you in that um, that mood before you start the script. So a lead-in could look like, oh, hey, good morning. It's so great to see you. What do your mornings look like? Just uh, something that you say before that you edit out before you send it, but that can help aid in the uh, the read. Personally, I think um, I think he was he was well metered and paced, and I I actually like that closing tone the best. Like that's when I first heard this spot. That's what I heard in my head. Now, like. How are how do your mornings taste like? How do your mornings taste like? And that I like the way you close that, but I I feel overall there could have just been a little bit more lightness and energy, and um, 
but otherwise, I, you know, I think he did a, it was a very good read. My goodness. So many, like, I don't even think I need to talk during this episode <laughs> um, at times because um, <laughs> you guys just have it covered. Uh, I, I really enjoy hearing all of these auditions and uh, we always have to remember, go back to the script, go back to the script. So I'm going to go back into the script. And so mm-hmm. I'm just going to take a little peek here. So what do your mornings look like? What do they sound like? You know, the mashup is a blah, 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 blah. You know, it's really an engaging conversation between the narrator, because it feels like a narrator, right? Like, this is mm-hmm. not the person making the smoothie. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. I had hoped it would be. Because <laughs> then you could kind of have fun with who that character is. Um, but as we're thinking about, like, okay, well, this person is clearly trying to engage the person on the other side of the screen, right? And then they're talking about this mashup, voice-activated blender. Like, I don't know, like, are we... Is this a normal thing? Should people have a voice activated blender? Like, is this just, I know that this is what the script is and it is what it is. Um, But does this, just wondering, because this is obviously a fake product, so say whatever you want. Um, But like, is the voice actor making this sound too normal? Like, is this Mm. a nouveau kind of, whoa, isn't this wild? I can't believe you can do this. Like, it seems like this is a technological innovation where people just care about how they start their mornings. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, is there something missing here? I don't know. I love that. Um, I love that uh, suggestion. I, I think that's a really good point. Like, maybe we're all just taking this way too seriously. And, <laughs> you know, the, what, what do you think? I, I feel like that might not match with the script, um, with the script notes as far as like spirit and cheerfulness. I, mm-hmm. I feel like as far as the audition itself, like if you interpreted the script, you could absolutely, I think that's that's a way that you could you know, either set yourself apart, it might not be a good choice, but to be a risky play to set yourself apart as an audition. And, um, you know, again, I think that the that the notes on the audition should be a little more supportive of that idea because because it's it's completely valid. This could be like earth shattering, life changing technology, but that doesn't come across in the in the notes or obviously in the in the auditions based on the notes. So that's a that's a a very cool perspective. I remember working with a casting director once and she had mentioned when she gets auditions, she pops them up all over her screen. So she's literally looking at like 50 auditions and, you know, after a while, I mean, everyone sounds good. Everyone's sounding good. So what can you do to catch their ear? You know, you, if if you're thinking about the person that you're auditioning for, like I sometimes like, will look at the microphone and, and think about that as, um, the person's ear, like, I know that sounds weird, but like, you know, what, like, what, how do you want them to interpret it? And you, you want to make them feel like you gave them, um, like you, you're making them look good. So when they go and they present it to their colleagues or their client, wow, like check out this voice. Like she made my job easy. So even if it is different than maybe the show, than the audition notes said, maybe you just made them consider something that they didn't consider. Yeah. You know, and, and again, that is a risk just like music, but um, but it is a way, you know, if, if you're getting 100 auditions or 50 auditions that all start the same way, the same way, how do you set yourself apart? Mm-hmm. That's that's an option, but that's kind of digging deep and that's taking a risk. Wow. Well, I think it's time to listen to audition number five. What do your mornings look like? What do they sound like? The mashup is a voice activated blender that lists off smoothie ingredients so you can kickstart your day with a nutritious burst of flavor. When you're ready, just ask to mash up. Now, what do your mornings taste like? 
Um, really cool read right off the bat. Um, I felt like it started off a little bit rocky and un unsure, and I feel like she kind of slowly fell into the pocket of the spot. I felt like it got better and better as the read went on. And um, one suggestion I would have for that is to, you know, to, to maintain the tone, especially when it's improving like that, uh, is to go back and do that first line again um, right after you finish the, the script, just to kind of maintain that continuity and keep that energy up. Because, you know, if you're starting from cold, from from scratch, um, it's, it's hard to, you know, start with that full conveyance of, of emotion and energy sometimes just like from a cold start and you could tell she was warming up so i feel i feel like if she would have went back and redid that beginning line again it could have felt a lot more warm and natural and and energetic to map to match the whole the whole audition and that's something really important to remember what when you're auditioning is you know if, if they have it on their screen and they're just popping through them you really want your your first line to be powerful and and to be in the pocket so that's a trick that mike and i do all the time you do the full read and then you go back and you do the first couple sentences again and then paste them at the beginning or you know or sometimes you'll just do a second read and it'll mm -hmm. the whole thing will sound better but uh yeah she definitely started off um maybe not so much in the pocket but then got into it um and there was something like I don't know if it's just our speaker, but maybe uh, the audio quality uh, wasn't up to speed. Sonically, I felt a l I heard a little bit of background. I don't know if it's like a, a slight reverb or a tin or, a, or an echo, mm -hmm. but but obviously, you know, to be really picky, um, if you're hiring someone to work from their home studio, you want to that's that's very much a part of the audition is the quality of the audio. And, you know, it's still good. It's still usable. But if, if I'm going to get really picky, you know, some of the other voice actors have provided higher quality audio to this point. And, and overall, with her read, again, I felt that it got more and more comfortable. But um, yeah, overall, like, I think the cheerfulness just wasn't quite fully there. But again, a good audition. But I think there's a few things that could have tweaked for, uh, for next level. All great points. I know I really did like the last sentence, like the last phrase that she had. Yes. I thought there was a lot of character in there and a lot of like, the first thing I thought it was like, wow, that sounds like a very curious sort of person. Now, what do your mornings taste like? Kind of like, you know, like it, she's like, now, like it, it just seems like she was almost mischievous. Yes. <laughs> at that point, you know, like yeah. it, it did feel like um, just she was like no one else was doing that i guess is what i'm trying to say absolutely and, uh, yeah the, the end of the last line she did a, a wonderful job of setting herself yeah. apart and showing showing more character absolutely she did and i know there are two more auditions so we're going to keep going uh, now let's listen to audition number six what do your mornings look like what do they sound like the mashup is a voice activated blender that lists off smoothie ingredients so you can kickstart your day with a nutritious burst of flavor. When you're ready, just ask it to mash up. Now what do your mornings taste like? Yeah, so I really like her warmth, um, her relatability, and I felt like there was a good connection. Um, if, if she would have had the ending that the previous one had, that would have really spiced it up, but uh, I, was, I thought it was really good. I felt like she had a twinkle in her eye um, and just a really nice tone and good pacing. Uh, sonically, I did I did catch a plosive, and I know that's that's being super picky, um, and I know that's something that's you know fixable. Overall, I think with her tone and performance, I would have definitely shortlisted her. But um, you know, 
as as someone running a home studio, that's something that I would want them to, you know, be aware of and just be cautious of because that's me. I'm like, that's my my specialty is audio quality. And, and so plosives, plosives bug me because there's there's so many things you can do as far as mic technique, just going off access slightly or using pop filters or, you know, you can get your finger in front of your mouth when you do certain if you have to say certain plosives, um, there's different things you can do. And again, I don't think it takes away from the the quality of the performance. I would still give her a, a chance, but that's a concern that I have. Right. And just for the uneducated in this area, Mike or, or Amanda, either of you, can you please explain to everyone what a plosive is and why we want to avoid them? So a plosive is when is when your the air that your mouth creates hits the mic diaphragm directly and it creates a pop in the audio file, which generally is distorted or super bassy. Um, it just creates a whole lot of mess with the quality of the audio and it takes away from the performance because it's such an ear sore that it, takes away. Is it mainly on P's? There's you can do it on P's, on T's, on K's, on T like anything cues like anything that has volume Heart of air coming like p t qu ch anything that has that sort of force of air behind it i guess i don't have a list of all of them but <laughs> yeah. any anything that kind of holds that kind of quality to it is where you could find a plosive if if it's if you're directed directly at the mic. All right. Well, we've got one more audition left. <laughs> I'm starting to like you know get my hands ready to to clap for the winner. The drum roll. Um, but uh, yeah, it feels like it, this has gone by really really quickly. It's a great show. Um, but you know it's it's that time to play our last audition and then uh, we will move on to our other business. Uh, but Randy, please audition number seven. What do your mornings look like? What do they sound like? The Mashup is a voice-activated blender that lists off smoothie ingredients so you can kickstart your day with a nutritious burst of flavor. When you're ready, just ask it to mash up. Now, what do your mornings taste like? I definitely sense spirit and cheerfulness from her delivery. Um, she has a great tone, a great smile. I feel like it's a bit... Uh, stiff as far as the 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 delivery of it it could be a little more naturally flowing a little bit more like we talked about the earlier ones sounding a bit more of a story uh, we were taking me somewhere she performed the spots very nicely but i feel like there could have been just a next level of conversational um, aspect to her performance yeah i really like the way that she said kickstart your day with a burst of flavor i felt like there's a lot of color in that i felt like she really um amped that up but yeah just like a tiny bit announcery um one thing that I used to do is, again, on, on Google, listening to different commercials and then um, playing a line of it and then pausing it and then repeating that line. Almost like emulating. E emulating. Another thing that is a really good trick to do is if she turned the script over and then you just talk about the product in a way that you remember it being um, what you remember about the script. So, and then to go on that even further is even line by line. If you were to, to, to you know, read it in your, in your mind and then look away from the script mm -hmm. and then read it as if it's an idea that's coming to your head, you mm -hmm. know, and then, and then look back down. Obviously, it takes a little post-production to cut that together. But um, I feel like when you're not reading it, it can definitely you can hear the difference between not reading and reading when there is that um, that extra tone. Yeah, I've done that in acting classes where you you read the script and then you turn it over and then you just speak about the product. And that's something that we've actually done with our students to get their natural tone because everyone tries to put something on 
So let's just get back to the natural. So I get them to talk about their favorite season and don't they talk about all the seasons all and the then, seasons yeah. and what they're you know what they like about yeah. each season so it's just kind of a trick that i do to try to get them to um in their their natural voice so that's something that um you know people that are um on voices.com they could do to themselves is just go behind their microphone and just talk about something that they love talk about the seasons talk about um their favorite birthday party and just hear what they sound like for reading versus just speaking oh my gosh we are at the very end here. All of these auditions were absolutely amazing. But as we know, there can only be one winner. So Mike and Amanda, who <laughs> is the winner of Mission Audition? I, I will go and preface this with all of these auditions were really well put together. You could tell there was some thought put into them, recorded well, and they're all uh, competitive in my eyes. But I think as far as the overall performance and tone and the package of everything that we put together, uh, even though there's there's one issue that that I brought up about it, it's a fixable issue. I'll let you dun, say dun, the dun, drum roll. Six. Oh, number six. Number six. All right, Randy, let's play audition number six. What do your mornings look like? What do they sound like? The mashup is a voice-activated blender that lists off smoothie ingredients so you can kickstart your day with a nutritious burst of flavor. When you're ready, just ask it to mash up. Now, what do your mornings taste like? Well, thank you for being on the show, Mike and Amanda. It was so wonderful to see you. Oh, so nice to hang out with you, Stephanie. I'd love to do this again. It was a pleasure. We should just like Zoom and just hang out sometime. Randy, you've <laughs> yeah. been awesome too. Oh, that would be great. I'd love that too. We, we're a happy little crew here. So um, that said, I'm sure there are many people who would love to study with you or perhaps learn more about what they could learn from you. So um, Amanda and Mike, what is the best way for someone to get a hold of you after the show? Absolutely. Uh, going to our website, it's thevoiceoverschool.com. Uh, that's um, a wonderful way to get in touch with us. And also you can email us at hello at thevoiceoverfamily.com. Um, every month with our students, we have a monthly Zoom meeting and we just support our students in any way where we talk about, um, you know, performance and uh, what, answer any questions they have. And we also have experts that come in and share their knowledge with our students as well. So it's a we have a wonderful so, um, Facebook group and everyone's really supportive and it's so much fun. And from time to time, we'll actually hold free webinars as well for the public, for people who are not in the course to kind of get an idea of what, you know, who we are, mm -hmm. what our experience is like, how we teach and, and what kind of things you can learn in the course. Because we, we cover everything that you need to do to do what we did, mm -hmm. and build, a, build a successful career working from home. And Voices.com played a, played a massive, integral part in that. Massive part in it. I just oh, love you guys. <laughs> oh, I think we love you too. And we're so grateful to have been part of your journey. So um, mm. yeah, for anybody who wants to get a hold of Mike Sherco or Amanda Sellers, the way to get there is thevoiceoverschool.com. Yes. All right. Uh, so <laughs> yes, thanks again for being here with us. Everyone who's listening, you know that you can, as always, find the script on the voices.com blog. Just go to voices.com slash blog. Be sure to tell friends, family, anyone you think could benefit from this podcast to go and subscribe and listen to it for themselves. Uh, for voices.com, I'm Stephanie Cicerelli. We look forward to seeing you in another mission audition next time. <laughs>